Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness is built to take you further off the beaten path. It has 9.5 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus off-road wheels, rugged all-terrain tires, and advanced dual-function X-Mode to help get you through deep snow, gravel, and mud. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness. Adventure elevated. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. With cunning folks. Sure, sure. You know, the best moment of the night, I'd say, is when uh, 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 Logan's still kind of hanging out, and uh, Palmer goes, uh, hey, uh, you know, because she decided. (laughs) You gotta go. You gotta get out of (laughs) here. He's like, huh? No, get out. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Fucking loser. There's a lot of stuff on TV, but not all of it's good. In fact, a lot of it's bad. TV. What's up? It's bad TV in your ears. This this mic sounds very, I don't know, like sultry, but also like it's peaking. You know what I mean? I think it sounds pretty good. Maybe I'll turn myself down a little bit. Uh, hi, it's bad TV in your ears. Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm settled up next to one Pat Hickey. Great to be here, dude. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so is this Bad TV or Patreon? I forget where we put these uh, things. Bad these TV, days. the finale. If you'd like us to cover the kind of very consequential endings to these relationships. Oh, man. I needed to see how these ended. <laughs> of Bachelor in Paradise, go to patreon.com. But I kid, I think the finale may actually be Dece because we're going to slap some of these fuckers up on a, on a dais and they're mm. going to go at it. I think that'll be entertaining. Greaseball and Ant, number two pencil head, number two, and Serene, no, just none of that. But tonight mm. is part one. It's for the cheapos. It's for the bad TV fans. If you haven't left an, a five-star review, go do that. Pat? Uh, oh, am I plugging something, or can I just get into my uh, my uh, my thoughts and pots and crabs? Your crabs. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me just uh, set a scene here. So uh, we're 10 minutes into this show you know, the episode plan. And I had convinced my lovely wife, Cherie, to sit down next to me oh, to watch this. No. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but the first 10 minutes recaps. You don't know if I remember? Yeah. It's uh, a <laughs> Wells story time. Yeah. And it's uh, where Wells uh, recaps everything that we've seen in the last nine weeks. I think that this is the third or fourth time going back to the well, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. But they keep doing this. Well, uh, back to the scene. I'm laying in bed with my lovely wife. This is when Sheree got up from the bed and said to the TV, this is bad, walked (laughs) off and went in the kitchen and made herself some spaghetti. Yeah, and how could you blame her? I'm going to go cook something long and complicated. And when I'm done, I'll come back and we can be married again. But I'm not doing this with you right now. I don't blame her at all. That's exactly Um, what happened. But on the whole... Still bad, right? Yeah, it's absolutely horrible. Yeah. Um, boy, a lot this uh, this show caught, wreaked a lot of havoc in my personal life. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. Um, so, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, about the episode. Um, okay, well, let me just another thing about this episode. Um, the episode description, and here's it, it reads like this: So excited. Jesse Palmer drops an unexpected bombshell that has everyone questioning where they stand. Not really. 
Not like, really. Not um, true. A bombshell. A lie, I mean, d- these people didn't think they got to live on this island and eat free fish tacos forever, right? At some right. point, right. they'd have to go home. I think some of them would be down to do that. I believe Greaseball would. Yeah, I think. Uh, man, I, every day, man, I love it here. I, I don't want to go uh, home. Big guy uh, or bad guy from Bloodsport would be super down. But anyways, I keep uh, jutting in. Oh, no, no, no. But uh, yeah. Oh, I, my God. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Having a lot of trouble. I, I don't know if I keep well. that in or not. I think we do because it was just such a marvel. Uh, I'm not. I'm not my feeling my best. Yeah, but I'm a professional, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm ready to talk about the show. I right. thought it was uh, a little long. Yeah. Um, I think the results are pretty much what everybody expected. That's the whole thing with this show. It's there's no way they're ever going to have like a uh, what's that uh, movie that I like there? Uh, the white people are using uh, pe- black people's bodies and putting their brains in them. Get out. Yeah, that had a great twist at the end. Right. I mean, expectations for this show. You're not going to have a twist like that at, yeah, at so the end y- of this. You weren't expecting like a budding auteur kind of twist at the end of no. Paradise. It's pretty much what I thought would happen. Like, you know, because Palmer, he comes in there and he goes, hey, look, there's only two ways you get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You either get down on one knee right. or you get the fuck out of here <laughs> right now. Right. And the reality is most people took a choice that wasn't even given to them, which is, hey, I kind of like you. Why don't we see if uh, we still talk to each other after Unbelievable. this? Unbelievable. There are no rules. The show is decaying not only as an entity, but everyone who watches, right? Yeah. You know, because you just uh, pointed it's that out to me. Cognitive poison. Uh, zero crabs. Right. Hey, do, do you mind um, turning, potting my headphone up? Which one is it? Check one, check one, check one. Perfect, thank you. So, if you don't mind, I am just going to go ahead and use Wells' story hour for the fourth or fifth time as kind of, I don't know, a way to get into oh. the, the, thought, the thoughts. It'll be crabs, it'll be thoughts, but this Wells' story, because we're not going to cover it. No. We would never cover it. No. It's just, I feel like I just did. It's just, uh, but but the specificity of it, we would never, never partake in because it's simply a recap of what we have been painfully recapping for the past eight weeks. So anyways, we're brought into the evening's proceedings by this thing. And I was going to say that this is some of the worst, one of the worst things I've ever seen in reality television, but maybe in media period, maybe in human history. I mean, it's just one of the greatest. <laughs> My wife got up and made spaghetti. <laughs> there's, there's nothing more to say, but um, the show, you, you know, like you said, it, it wrought, um, it made our personal lives pretty tough. And I don't want to say that this show broke up the band, but it definitely played its it part. played a hand in it. It definitely played its part. And I will never, unless we start, a hundred dollar a month tier, which I would feel guilty about collecting money from ever watch the show again. I'll never do it ever. Sympathy cold. I hate this show with every fiber of my being. I hate the producers. I want to talk to a producer more than anything. I just want to have an interview with someone for our fans that I could scream at them for 12 minutes. I think before they hang up, um, <laughs> Wells get a fucking job. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show you that this is, um, you know, I, I was at a bachelor party one time. I was talking to this guy who was getting his PhD in uh, in 
uh, political science. And I was like, well, what are you doing that for? And uh, he was like, well, we're trying to find out ways to engage the citizenship with their, their government and hold them accountable. And I was like, well, how are you oh. going to do that outside of voting? And he was like, well, we're, we're kind of writing our thesis on this class action lawsuit thing where the, the uh, populace can sue the government for um, anything they want to. Oh. And I thought that's really silly because the people who are in charge, the reptiles, uh, would have to vote that in. So that'll never happen. <laughs> right, but right, right. I think they should start with this show. I think that every single person who has had to sit <laughs> and watch this television program we should, should have a legal obligation to <laughs> sue ABC and the production company for the time they have fucking wasted. Zero crabs. I'll sign up for, on that of thing. Of course. So we begin with Ugly Logan saying, this will be a great <laughs> a great divide. Yeah. Couples who are in love and couples who look good in bathing suits. I think you forgot one category. And it's a small one, but it's couples who are being strung along by a heartless real estate Corgan and a dumbass who has 12 roommates. But not like fun polyamorous roommates, just like 12 poor guys. Yeah, you need yeah. to cobble and scrape up 1200 bucks. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was going to say, there was some other thing, he, uh, you know, he described all the couples, but he also said, some will move across the country and someone will be married for the rest of their lives, <laughs> which that's quite a spectrum uh, that came out of the dog walker's mouth. Um, Dylan, I mentioned this to you earlier. You know that this, this man has a singing career, right? Yeah. Why don't we play a little uh, a little clip of Logan Siegel's uh, uh, song, Machine now, Something. Now, we have to get better at this. We have to thank our fans for them tipping us off to these. Because mm. with no Nick, we can't really pry into the world of these people, right? Because we just, we don't. I pry enough. <laughs> we pry enough. So we really are thankful for the fans <laughs> that send us this stuff. Um, do you know who dropped this in our Facebook? Oh God! I okay, should. we have to do better at that. All but right, well, anyone, thank you, whoever you did. I'll thank look it up you, later. whoever you did. Uh, what if that makes sense? The song is called Machine Heart. Now, I thought that was the name of the band, which I thought was an okay name for a musical artist. But no, it's just Logan Siegel. So let's take a listen to this. Uh, Kate Dupre. Thanks, Kate. You Okay, so sounds like eighty other artists. Actually, I shouldn't even use the word artists. Yeah, so it sounds like he's doing SZA, right? Which I don't mind. Uh, SZA is a goddess, um, but Logan's not. No. So when he does it, it's less bad. But I, it could be way worse. I mean, oh yeah, you know we've had Jed. Jed, is he the guy who had the dog food commercial? Yeah. You know, Logan Siegel's not Jed. No. I'm happy for Logan. That's actually kind of a banger. I, I wish him well. Well, no. You know, me being a musician, uh, one of the more saddest as aspects of someone you know is not going to make it is... Uh, Encouraging. They're in their 30s, and they got four roommates, mm. and they're not really gainfully employed, and they drive yeah. an orange Honda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be heartbreaking for people when you see, you know, super talented people go, oh, yeah, I, I am this way because I started when I was 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, very rarely do you get an Anthony Bourdain who 
started at 45 you know it's just not going to happen for you but hopefully it does happen for logan but uh if it's not happening for you don't go on reality television just get a job and find happiness in other things please god do not go on tiktok so um everyone is getting ready for the final rose ceremony kate says that danielle and daddy are going to be fine um at this point, I was thinking, that's hilarious. He's going to fucking rip her heart out. But uh, let's get to the rose ceremony. Pat, need a roll call. Oh, uh, a roll call? Oh, of all the people? I was going to say one little uh, note. No, there. no, no. We're not there yet. That's oh. poorly constructed notes, and oh, that's bad. Well, I was going to point out, I'm going to do some math here, because it, it threw me off here. When, yeah. uh, they said there's eight men and nine women, because Gabagool is still here. Yes. Right. Which I was shocked by. Oh, and mea culpa, we just didn't do an episode last week. You know, no one reminded us to you guys have to tell us what shows we have to do it was an oversight on our behalf yeah it was a gross oversight and i can't believe that we missed it because gabby and um rachel rachel were there yeah so how could we have missed that i i'm sure that it was incredible yeah. um, but i think that we can march forward without the context of that episode almost like it's meaningless yeah yeah, like it never happened. So, sorry. Oh, no, no, that's it. I was just going to say, but upon hearing that the worst dad in America will, in fact, be picking Danielle, at least right now, uh, bows. she bows out gracefully. I yeah. thought it was a uh, very respectful exit on her part. Yeah, I didn't. So, um, <clears throat> Marinara, who is Peruvian, decides that she's going to leave in the 11th hour. She says that she wanted to be here for as long as she could and that she's going to be at everyone's weddings. No, you won't. You don't know these people, you fake Italian. Will you please go? You make people sad. I don't know why you're here. Go find someone covered in gel and raise a family. All right, with that, Jesse walks out and sets the stage for a very dramatic final rose ceremony. Eight guys, eight girls. girls. Everyone knows who they're picking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, well, uh, I got to start thinking about the real fucking world, he says. Uh, like, uh, you're going to propose or are you going to go home? There's no middle ground. Yeah. Get down on one knee. Or get the fuck out right now. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, and there's no fucking cocktail party. Well, so this is the thing that they attempt to do and they so often fail at. So like, you know, there's no drama here, right? Everybody's coupled up. So they're like, how do we, how do we blow the doors off this thing? You know, yeah. Yeah. let's <laughs> blow the doors off. They did. <laughs> let's cancel the bros party or the cocktail party. And, um, we'll see how things go. Who fucking cares? The show should be sued. Like I was saying. So, um, Definitely need a roll call from you if you, although, you know what? You're you're ill right now. No, no, I can do it. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, here's a- We need a rose call. Oh, uh, we're, all right. Uh, this rose symbolizes a future, is uh, what <laughs> okay. they say. It's the fifth rose ceremony. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here's a roll call. Worst dad in America gives Danielle the rose, and he says, for people like us, uh, uh, love can be difficult. Sure it can. Number two, Pencil says, it's an easy decision for Serene, and I'll uh, play a little clip of, it's beautiful what he said to her. Uh, here's a clip of uh, the beautiful words from number two, Pencilhead. Mm-hmm. You can't not say the man has a way with words. Clear your fucking throat. <laughs> Why have you been talking like that for nine weeks? Don't you think she'd be annoyed by that? Like, clear your throat. Well, you know, I really have to say I am so sorry. What? That that ding came through while that, we that were That was playing. his phone. <laughs> Just played a clip. It was his phone. Anyway, 
Oh yeah. Oh, let me continue. Greaseball says he's falling in love with her and uh, and and is living with her in the moment is awesome. And Anne accepts. Tyler picks Britt. Props to the little guy. He came in late in the game. Good for him. Sticking around. Bloodboard Sports says, I know we've had our ups and downs and pointless dust steps like the one we had ten minutes ago, where I walked in front of you down a set of stairs and it triggered you. I know we won't survive three months living together without one of us calling the police four times. That being said, will you accept this will rose? Will you accept this rose? Uh, Justin picks Flo. I didn't even know Flo was still here. Yep. That relationship's going nowhere. I'm pretty sure the next day he said, this isn't going to work out. And she said, yep, it's not. Uh, and, the, and the other twin's still around. I think he picks Shanae. Uh, Logan tells Kate he'd uh, walk through fire for her. Kate responds by saying, you kind of made me feel like a bitch for calling you a loser. I mean, you drive an orange Honda, you walk dogs for a living, you have two roommates, and now I'm seeing a post on another uh, Bachelor uh, Facebook page that you tried to be a singer. Ew! No way! Oh, and then this song played. You know, that's what this song's about. Yeah. The lyrics are so poignant. Yeah. Busta. Yeah, so I don't um, want no scrub. The thing that happens is the only thing that could have happened, right? <laughs> Which is um an offensive, anticlimactic and fucking insipid talking to before Kate departs the beach. It was always going to be this performance review and a just a gas lamp smash straight over this guy's fucking head she was always going to crush him in a very very robotic kind of horrifying manner now Dylan this this podcast is not called Game of Roses that's a competitor of ours no. but if I may they treat the the way they review the show is almost like it's a chessboard. I don't know how Game of Roses does it because to concern yourself and care that much about this I mean it must be a fucking hell maybe there, they're in their it. own personal hell now they're like so. we make money now I oh my so. god I want to kill myself uh, but I was uh, going what to- are the odds for Kate and Logan <clears throat> Uh, I was going to note that I believe Kate is such a narcissist that, uh, first off, I think she's in real estate or something. She, she probably Oppenheim. Think, oh, that's right. Okay. She's going to be the next season. She will be sunset. selling sunset. Or I think she's making a play for some kind of bachelorette. I, I think she's that narcissist. Now, listen, she says that she's in shock by the whole thing and then quickly turns to uh, find me a man with a bigger bank account. Hey, listen, no matter who you're shopping for, there's one sale that you cannot miss out on this season, okay? It's Waze Cyber Week sale, okay? For a limited... My Bluetooth's doing something crazy. For a limited time, you'll be able to snag all your favorite products and give everyone on your list the gift of healthy hair this season, okay? And people don't understand how vitally important that is. You'll save 20% off while you're at it. We've talked about the quality of the suds, okay? Way means the world to me and Pat. And everyone in our family, everybody's sudding up with it, okay? It helps with frizz, tangles, flyaways, and breakage for all hair types, okay? And also the detox shampoo, not sure if you know this, but it's now available in jumbo size, okay? Get the gift of the Way Better Together Kit. It's a full-size leave-in conditioner, a full-size detox shampoo. Perfect for giving or trying them for yourself. Um, Slate gift giving this season and 
That's a pun, S-L-E-I-G-H. Slay gift giving this season and save this Cyber Week from now through Cyber Monday, 11-28. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com to get up to 20% off your favorite products. That's 20% off at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Love you, way. Hey, this holiday season, I want to give my loved ones a gift that makes them feel special and unique. Just like the relationship we hear, that's why, what? Fuck. This season, this holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique. Just like the relationship that we share, that's why I'm giving every single person I care about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come, okay? I mean, StoryWorth will email your relative or friend a thought, provoking question of your choice what (laughs) from a vast pool of possible options what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life you know depending on who you're related to that could be a horrendously boring story or a really fascinating one but uh, you know either way it's going to make a great book reading the weekly stories helps connect you with loved ones no matter how near or far apart you know we have family members who live in indonesia and man, it would be great to hear their stories. So with StoryWorth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash ABP and save $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash ABP to save $10 off your first purchase. Merry Christmas. Get this. It's a great gift. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. How, do, do you wish that life came with a freaking user manual? I mean, gosh, don't we all? But unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck, all right? Now, you know what's better than a big old floppy user manual that you can't even read good? BetterHelp Online Therapy. Pat's done it. He's told everyone listening that it's better than men's group therapy it's better than sitting across from some stinky therapist who you don't like who keeps making fun of you uh when you're trying to be vulnerable better help will not do that as the world's largest therapy service better help has matched three million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100 online plus it's affordable just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist if things aren't clicking you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime it couldn't be simpler No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash ABP. Or you can go to betterhelp.com slash below deck. That's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash below deck or ABP. Now I have to say, Kate is a bit of a ruthless cunt. I mean, we know that. Oh, yes. I kind of love the game. I don't think anybody played it better than Kate. She did. She played it like a game. I don't think anybody played it better than Kate. It props to her. I mean, she dragged Ugly Logan along that entire time and ballooned herself onto selling Sunset. Yes. I mean, it's incredible I mean, performance the, from Kate. She hasn't signed the paperwork yet, Dylan, right, but right, it's right. a possibility. Well, I mean, she is a Gorgon, but, um, you know, the, the field's pretty limited with... Uh, with cunning folks. Sure, so, sure. You yeah. know, the best moment of the night, I'd say, is when uh, 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 Logan's still kind of hanging out and uh, Palmer goes, uh, hey... Uh, you know, because she decided, <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> you got to get out of here. He's like, huh? 
No, get out. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fucking loser. Go fix your phone. Uh, you, you know what? I was kidding. Come on over here. Right over there. Grab me a truly out of the uh, icebox over there. Hand it to me. <laughs> Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. And he snaps and he's like, no, I was kidding. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Come back. If you crack my Truly cans through the rest of the show, I will paint your Dodge a palatable color. I promise. We'll paint it blue. We'll paint it white. Whatever you need. So, uh, drag the bit on too long. Let's get to the next day. Jesse Palmer comes out and tells people, I don't know, to figure out something. Well, he says, look, next couple hours is going to be fucked. No more people coming down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. start uh, talking to each other and weigh whether or not you're going to go in the fuck room or not. Yeah. He said, I was in the bottom of the hotel and whatever floor you think the bottom is, think 10 floors deeper. And I was being physically abused by that cartoon mouse. But I said, we can't keep shooting this. We can't have anybody come back on this beach. So we got to end it. And after... Honestly, weeks of torture, not a lot of sunlight. He finally relented, and you guys have to go figure out your relationship. So uh, this was the best part of the show. Serene and Brandon first. How many Zs can I write before my laptop breaks? <coughs> Sorry. Ser One more. <coughs> Here we go. All right, so Serene and Brandon are up first. How many Zs can I write before my laptop breaks? Uh, guy who can't take a hint and the girl whose name I can't remember uh, say they're going to head to Chicago to meet moms. And then twin and or twin one and Shanae are up next. Now she immediately starts crying and he says, why didn't you tell me any of the things she is about to say earlier? Um, she was trying to stay on the show, you child. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really, really... You know, 24, you are very, very young, but I feel like these two are dumber than you should be at 24. Well, they love their mom. I mean, one of them, when they both get kicked the fuck out or something happens, they're like, yeah. I can't wait to go home for mommy to make us pasta. Yeah, mom's gravy. Yeah, it's going to be great. But she's like, I need a man. I don't need a TikToker. You're not independent. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean I'm not independent? She's like, you live with your, your mother. mother. What? What, that doesn't make me a man? That doesn't make me independent? No, I no. mean, you're still a man, but you're very, very not independent. I would say you're codependent. You have a shelter that you don't pay for. Now, here's what I would say, because I think this is where he had an angle to kind of say, hey, look, I think you wasted my fucking time, you fame whore. Uh, she compares herself. I feel like I'm your aunt. Uh, when did you start having that feeling? Right, right, right. Was it the second time that you took my rose? Yeah. I think you used me. No, it was the second I met you. <laughs> So uh, the other twin departs, and oh. him and Flo's breakup is my favorite. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. It was really nice meeting you. Yeah. So we're not going to do this, right? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. God, no. Great. Great. Can, can I shake your hand? Yeah. Okay. So um, the storylines, well, okay. I hesitate to call them storylines. No, they're not that. They're things that are kind of happening on camera. Right. So the twins and Flo, who's still there, and Cheyenne, it has a Kafka-ass quality to it in that it makes you wonder, why don't more people kill themselves? So the perseverance of the, the human spirit is really, really beautiful, but that doesn't mean that people need to watch it in a tropical setting. Like, And I'm not saying that these two should kill themselves, but I'm just saying like, 
it's going to be a sad life. So maybe think about it later on down the road. But I definitely don't need to see the formative years of it. I'm too busy. We can't watch this show anymore. We can't. It is such a dark place. I also, I can't imagine. Look, we're using Flo and Cheyenne or Shanae as examples. But they, uh, because she's from the Australia version. Flo is or wherever the fuck. Yeah, she's from the Australian version and she's Swedish. But they both date back with this franchise three and a half years ago. I mean, this consumes their entire how they view themselves. Right. And we all know how this ends unless you're, you know, Bachelor Nation royalty like, uh, you know, old Ben, your buddy there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Vile, he's carved yeah, out. Yeah, I think a- Ben's working on computers. Is he really? Okay. But my point is, it, it, it eventually it does hit a wall and it's generally, the career ends sooner than most careers. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, know, you uh, have a new career every six years. You know? I equate it to um, only getting to the practice squad of NFL teams. Mm. You know, like you try it for a while, and then before you know it, you're 33, 34, and you have done your best, but you have no discernible talents or skills that are applicable well, yeah. anywhere outside. Yeah, because and now you've spent your time waiting on that dream, and you've been an assistant uh, coach, a football coach at a high school, Yeah, and now you're 33, and you're uh, you know, and listen, unemployable. And there's nothing wrong with it, but, but you know... Compared to the the heights they thought they were going to reach, it's very sad. I told you this show makes me uh, very, very dark. So Greaseball and Ant, they are just, oh, they're just head over heels in love. And then we get to Meatball and Bad Guy. Now, her talking about her uncertainties in what is, I think, the 14th episode make me want to blow through drywall i can't i can't listen to it uh speaking of drywall if these two actually did make it out of this so many holes uh he'd be punching through drywall and the 911 phone calls would be featured on tmz yeah that's what these two would create with each other she would she would throw a saucepan or two at him these two need to walk in the other direction and never speak again i'm sure the sex is hot but everything else is just gunpowder oh i don't think the sex is hot i don't know oh god (laughs) i they strike me as lumpy in bed (laughs) just fucking you never know do you get good bed vibes from Meatball? Uh, no, she's from Massachusetts. They're all <laughs> horrible in bed. I came from there. She is Massachusetts. Right, and he's fucking profoundly detached from reality. He's insanely stupid. You have to be more connected to your partner than he is ever capable of doing. So anyway, I'm sorry for the stereotype. If we have some uh, listeners from Massachusetts, I'm sure you're great in bed. Oh, you're fucking fantastic. You're otherworldly. Yeah. Fucking too much for me and Pat. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. We wouldn't that. know what to do. I'm boring in bed. So, um, Meatball sits down with Aaron and begins talking about... He begins talking, and we're, we're breaking up, right? You can, you, he's talking, you can feel it. He's talking in the past tense. He's doing that thing where he says the word facts, like he has a trademark on it, and he tells her that he's going to be honest with her. Life Uh-oh. isn't easy. He says, I'm going to be honest with you. Life isn't easy. Um, see, I'm running out of steam, right? Because... I don't know how many iterations of profound stupidity we can say. Like, I just, you watch a guy with an IQ of 71 say, I'm going to be honest with you, life isn't easy, and it's just going to make you lose your fucking mind after a while because we've already been here so many times. It, I feel your pain, Dylan. Fuck, what do you want us to say? The guy is as dumb as a rock. 
We're almost at the end of this journey. Life is an easy. <laughs> so he could have done this in no douchier fashion. He puts all of it on her, says that the reason that he can't be with her is because of her. And I don't want to compare him to a pedophile. Mm. Um, but he has similar quality pedophiles in oh. that they play the same, a similar role in society. I think there's something seriously wrong but is it worth trying to rehab or improve? You know what I mean? Mm. Like what what are the what's the infrastructure we have to set up to help these people? Or should we just throw them in cages? <laughs> right? Should we just throw this guy in a fucking cage? Mm. So she goes away, she comes back, and they have an overwhelmingly stupid conversation. <laughs> he says, maybe I shouldn't have called you beautiful. Maybe I should have said something better. Get him off my TV. Get him off the screen. I, the worst part of next week is going to be him and her. I can't stand it. Let us know if you feel the same. Do you feel the same? Oh, yeah, I feel the same. Jesus Christ. Christ. All right, so. We have to sit down with Michelle and Daddy. You want to take this one? Looks like you were wrong about Daddy the entire time. Well, no, I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. We have not watched the uh, finale. Okay, because I don't see this guy. Uh, all right, well, well, I'll withhold. I'll refrain from uh, judgment, full judgment for now. She tells him she feels so lucky and didn't know this could love could feel like this. He responds by bringing up Laura and a compass. <laughs> yeah, and it's with him. So he doesn't get lost and he can't help but think <laughs> yeah. it brought them together. Yeah. And he wants her to meet James. Yeah. She says their losses are very different. Laura was awesome. But her ex and her ex was a dick. Yeah. And I think the subtext was she she, she didn't kill him because he tried to kill her or something. Right, right, right. I don't know. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really cool how he is a character out of Burning Love. I mean, he just is a parody of himself. I got I can't wait for you to meet him. I mean, he's just such a good kid. He's a great kid. You know, when uh, when Laura passed away, shut up. I know that it's painful, but you have to stop saying that to the person you're trying to date. All right, here's the phone call with uh, <laughs> the first episode goes down to call uh, this douchebag worst dad in America from Laura's parents. Yeah. Um, Michael, <laughs> we'd appreciate you on the next episode uh, not using uh, your our daughter's name so much on the show. Look, Mrs. Whatever, uh, Doinkovich. Yeah, I'm no. sorry, Miss Doinkovich. <laughs> Laura Doinkovich. I filmed it three months ago, okay? I might have right. mentioned her name like, I don't know, one more time. I'm sorry, but we can't go back and fil refilm it. Well, I already said okay, it. okay, but in the future, please do not use our daughter's passing as a way to get pussy. Please don't. And he goes, Mrs. Doinkovich. Wow, that was very... <laughs> she goes, don't make this about that. I'm sorry I used the language, but, but please... <laughs> So compasses are confusing things to me. I don't understand. And if I could just sidebar for a sec. You know, people always say, well, if you look up at the North Star, you'll be able to tell what North is. Mm -hmm. And I've tried it a time or two, and it always just looks like it's above me, which, <laughs> which isn't, really, isn't really super helpful. But, you know, something like Anthony Hopkins and the Edge, um, you know, magnetizing the paperclip, sticking it on a leaf in a oh. shallow puddle of water oh wow i'm a big fan of that movie I, oh it's an I couldn't incredible even recall film. that scene it's an incredible I, I, I love uh survival movies yeah, man. Yeah, yeah the edge is up there with some of the best i've seen the edge 
Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's yeah. called The Edge. Alec Baldwin, Al McPherson. Uh, Alec Baldwin, I think is the subtext is he's banging he's Anthony banging Hopkins' Anthony wife. Hopkins and, wife. Hey, why not kill him? Because a plane crashed. He uh, he falls in the bear trap. That fucking thing goes straight through his Oh, leg. yes. Being chased by a bear for oh uh, two God. hours. Great it's, movie. It's an incredible movie. So um, two formative animal, horror, animal terror movies for me. Ghost in the Darkness yep. and The Edge. Almost... A year apart. Yeah. Were they really? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Saw them both in the movie theater, Dale. So um, my question, and we'll get back to the show in a second. Let's say you're plopped in the middle of the, the woods because you were on a puddle jumper and then a flock of geese hit the propellers, right? Of course, of course. Captain Sully. So I know where North is now. I mean, right. well, how, how does that help? Right. How does that help? I don't know what North is. Could just be we we could be headed over to a goddamn mountainside that we have to turn back. I don't know. I I couldn't do it. If I'm in the woods, I'm gonna try for two days to keep my wife alive, and then I'm just gonna say I'm sorry I failed you. We got to just call it quits here. Uh, you know, uh, freeze to death and eat berries. You know that movie uh, Alive was based on a true story. You know where the plane crashes What's the with movie all the Alive. Uh, well, it's the soccer players in South America. I think they uh, uh, crashed in the Andes. And they started, they had to, you know, eat each other, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, And it turns out uh, there was a town like five miles away. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the thing. Like, you don't know that. You didn't know that. It's south. You have the compass, but the compass doesn't tell you don't eat each other. There's a town close. One one guy had to tell his buddy who was staying next to the plane crash. He's like, (laughs) hey, I'm going to see if I can uh, find help. Do me a favor. Don't eat my sister. (laughs) Yeah. He ate her. I think he did. Yeah. All right. So getting back to the show. All right. Um... I think there are, so there are only two couples left, evidently. Yes, 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 yes. Two couples that might get engaged on the beach. Ant, Greaseball, don't do this. I, I don't know why Ant and Greaseball, short of violent threats from Palmer and the Mouse, yeah. partook in this charade. Like They seem like the perfect slot for let's go to Miami and figure this or, out. Or I think they're going to put us up in a hotel. Uh, we're not filming anymore. Let's go order a fucking pizza. No more cameras because I'm sick of those. Yeah. And yeah, instead Palmer says, hey, look, you guys, you got to cooperate. You got to be pawns, okay? You got to get down on one knee, suckers. Uh, Go grab dinner and, you know, reflect on your fucking journey and the cameras will continue for no real reason. Right, 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 right. Now, so what Victoria and Greaseball could do is, like you said, it, it just, it has such vivid imagery for me. You just leave, you go to a hotel you slap some room service on, you order a pizza, and you fucking- Watch a little ha- porn. You have sex with each other, and yes. that's how you bond. So what you don't do when you're trying to find a mate is um, be forced into a really nice hotel room and then turn it into a uh, sloppy therapist's office yeah. where you are revealing all of your deepest, darkest insecurities that you have not yet even coped with yourself. No, definitely not. You're on the show. To someone you've known for four weeks. It's just not how love works. No. It's just not how love works. I will say this version of bachelor in paradise i think it's too little too late if you notice uh sorry and i'll be brief in my remarks but yeah. mike fleiss did in fact take my advice he completely switched up the formula on this all the worst tropes of people you know it'd be four weeks long typically which i'd much prefer and uh they'd uh the couples would be boring after two weeks anybody that would come down they'd already be coupled up they'd be turned away yeah they combated that with this new formula of let's just keep having new people come down their problem was is they just let the show last too long. They should have just sped this up, make it four weeks still, keep it kind of in the summer, and yeah. it would have been fun. 
Uh, so. we, we might watch the show again if it's an hour a week, but they'll never do that. They won't do it. It's too cheap to make and it makes enough money in their business model and they're just going to run it into the fucking ground. It's like saying I would drink a martini if it didn't taste like gin. Right. It, you know, it's just, it's so anyways, back, back really quick aside. It's just, it's such a vivid memory. One of the happiest moments of my life, happiest moments of my life. My darling wife and I, two years into our relationship, went to, and I've told the story before, I think, went to that uh, Sasquatch Music Festival up in uh, the, the Gorge. Gorge? Yeah, it's like Seattle, lots of caverns. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. But all they, all they had was chicken tenders and giant, giant Bud Light Limes. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, we're woefully unprepared. Let's get out of here. We go down to Seattle. We get a hotel room. We do exactly what... You said for Greece and Ant to do. We ordered a pizza. We had plenty of cocaine left. Mm, nice. We we just we took hot showers. We ate the pizza. You skipped the whole music festival. We were there for two days. Oh, okay. It was a four day thing. We we're like, we're not doing this for four days. Watched battle. We we got we got home for Game of Thrones, or we got to the hotel for Game of Thrones. And I know that this is the modern world driving us into inside comforts, but my God, it was just. It bonded us, and now we're married. Greaseball and Anna aren't going to get married. No, they're no, not going to get married. Don't I love it? You know, the audience loves when we share personal yeah, stories yeah, like yeah. this. First off, no, you were not driven, and and like all the 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 people <laughs> above us, you right. were out at a goddamn music festival, right, fry right. freezing your fucking dick and pussy Camping, off. Camping, yeah. and then two days later, you said enough's enough, enough's and then enough. you had a great one. We're bonding. You, my wife and I, were in fucking Rome. We're staying at the dumpiest, a uh, converted uh, cathedral. I said, you know what? Let's one night before we blow out of here, let's go get a nice hotel room. Yeah. We had our laptops. They have no television over there that anybody can relate to. It's <laughs> a horrible, right. horrible country. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't say we that. whipped out some culture, 48 yeah. hours that I had pre-recorded on my laptop. <laughs> right. We get a bottle of wine down in the lobby. Yeah. Best night of the trip. My wife and I, when we, when we reflect on our trip to Rome, we always talk about that moment. Right. Bang the hell out of each other. Right, Body right, moment. Right. And once again, that's a moment that Ant and Greaseball won't have Aunt right Greaseball now. Greaseball won't have that. They'll be in the hotel room and she'll go, so who, did anybody touch you when you were a kid? And right. I go, no, did anybody touch you? And well, she'll there say, was an odd. Yes. <laughs> right. So then oh. they'll have to talk about hey, that. What do you and want on your pizza? That's just not how it's supposed to go. So anyways, wrapping up this awful episode of television. Hope it was fun for you guys. Um, what is next? Oh, um, I, oh, they have a dinner for everybody. My God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I, uh, why don't we just go over to uh, number two pencil head? And uh, <laughs> you mind uh, pulling up that uh, cue that I do? All right, so... Uh, they, uh, they're in the hotel room and she says, I knew I trusted you when I got kicked out of that uh, gross resort and you came for me. This is his uh, response to her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. So I think what he means there is, uh, no doubt I'm here, uh, for you. And here's him reading the card that gets him into the fuck room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really tough to understand. It's like a different language almost. I think he's going to see her naked. Yeah, no. Guy's got game, man. These two are ju just insane enough to actually make it, I think. And have children, TV babies, yes, I call them. lots of TV babies. Lots of TV babies. Um, maybe not lots. Maybe they're, they'll be responsible. That wasn't a microaggression. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Probably have two, three. <laughs> It was just, 
All right. So, um, number two pencil. This dinner makes me want to throw up. So, there's lots of platitudes, bachelor platitudes. Um, They uh, go back through their... um, It's chock full of stuff like, can you believe this is ending, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that. Yes! It's November. It's been an eternity. I hope it's ending. Palmer had to get fucking electrical wired for this dance. So I hope it is. Yeah. So they go back through their favorite memes. Number two, pencil head. Number two says my favorite mem was when I felt like a father looking at his daughter, when I saw my fiance and then we get to the fuck shacks. Oh, yes. Now here's the thing about this. This is the worst part of the show, right? It's the two or three solid couples who are, um, arguably the most clinically insane out of anybody on the show. I mean, we've had the twins, we've had bad guy, we've had meatball, but these people who actually buy into the process like this and then actually get engaged to somebody are clinically insane, kind of like pedophiles. The more you're manipulated by Jesse Palmer, the dumber you are. Right, the softer a target you are. So this is the worst part of the show if the show is eight episodes, four weeks. But what makes it especially horrible is the fatigue that has set in... (laughs) And I know that we are a little hyperbolic with it because we have to take Cynical. notes and we have to review the stuff. So it's a little harder for us, but for the viewing audience, I have to imagine that there is a palpable fatigue. In Why it. are you doing this? And we love people that love us. That's what we do it for and the money. But... I do. I, the money. I, I am confounded that there are people watching this show. There's not a lot anymore. I am confounded. I think I saw at least 10 comments like, I don't even watch that stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. I left it years ago. So, um, Meatball, Bad Guys. What did I say? Um, oh, we've been through the gauntlet. Meatball and Bad Guys and Twins, the guy who can't take a hand, Kate and Ugly Logan. And all of it's so meaningless and yes. less than nothing. So it makes this a lot, a lot worse. Um, God, Brendan and number two pencil head and Serene go in the thing. And he says, if she says, I'm in love with you. I've never been so in love with somebody because of food. Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. Jesus fucking Christ. We end with Greaseball saying he's not worthy. And I have to say. No self-esteem, this guy. Uh, next episode does look like a bit of a hoot. If you want to hear us break down the, uh, the dais. The finale, go to patreon.com slash another podcast network. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Five stars, kind words. Please, please do it. It would help the show immensely. We're trying to get to 2,000. So I know it's tough, but take a, take 30 seconds out of your day and, uh, and help us out. We love you guys for listening. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Later, dudes. There's a lot of stuff on TV, but not all of it's good. In fact... A lot of it's bad TV. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.